For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Bird Watching Gamecast. I am Craig Gordon with you, as always, here on your morning mash. So, things are going terribly for the Toronto Blue Jays as we get really settled with the day off. Hopefully, it was a much day, a much needed days of rest for them. Um, they just have not been hitting on any cylinders, would be the best way of saying it. This has just been a rough, rough homestand so far. The Oakland A's came in and continued to be red hot. So, how did the Blue Jays bounce back? Um, this guy, <laughs> me, is starting to think that this is where we start blowing up the 40-man roster. I know a lot of my friends and colleagues are not thinking that might be the case. The catch being, there just seems to be no pulse to this team at the moment, other than the typical team spirit stuff that we've seen, you know, the younger Solarte dance parties and whatnot. You can only get a team so far. So, what do you do in the meantime? I think the only appropriate fashion here is to start trimming the fat. This is a team that can still possibly win something this season. So how do you turn around and bounce back? The big thing I think is that they get a spark and they might be able to finally run away with this thing a little bit. If they don't, next thing you know, they're trading everybody in June rather than in July when they might be worth something. That being said, the Blue Jays still have a good team, and their minor league system is bearing plenty of fruit, so why not run with this thing a little bit? Brian Barucki has been doing really good for the Buffalo Bisons, along with his counterpart, Danny Hansen. Okay, so that's one pitcher and one catcher that we could add to the equation. There is plenty of more talent, including, I haven't even gotten to the people that are boasting about Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and want him already up in the majors. So do you run with that idea is the question. I think that's one of those ideas that actually wouldn't be the worst thing. If this is going to be what the Blue Jays are going to be the rest of the season, why not? It looks like they'll be a lot better with having at least a, some service time at the major league level. And see what Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Danny Jansen, some of these guys that are the top prospects in the system could actually have. And maybe they can run with it. And like I said, maybe it'll be just that spark that lights the fire. And they can run with this. So, as far as the Meyer League system is concerned, the Buffalo Bisons had a heck of a day on offense, so we're going to dive right into that fun. Buffalo Bisons win against the Syracuse Chiefs 8-5 as they kind of flex their muscles a little bit in the early part of the game, and then just enough near the end. So, as they run away with this one slightly, um, it was a good game for the offense. Tim Lopes went 2-4 for four with two RBIs and two runs scored. He had a triple in this one. And it was nice to see Roddy Telez actually getting in on the action. He has been um, having a resurgence at the plate of late. He's up from the Mendoza line of .200 to .264 on the batting average line. And he's been looking pretty good at the plate lately. 
So that is very encouraging to see. Two for three in this one with three RBIs and one run scored. The run scored came on a home run in the seventh inning as the uh, Bisons continued to uh, pummel the pitching for the Chiefs. So, good stuff from him. So, the scoring for this one, Rowdy Telez had a sack fly for one of his runs scored. He also had a fielder's choice that scored Tim Lopes. And then, like I said, the home run. So, good stuff from Rowdy Telez. Something good we haven't seen from him in a while. So, hopefully he gets hot and keeps running into it. I was a little surprised to see his regression that he had last season, especially after such a dominant uh, single A with Dunedin and... Um, Double A with New Hampshire, so it was a little odd to see him all of a sudden have such difficulties last season with the Buffalo Bisons and Triple A. But this is that idea on why you don't rush uh, prospects along to go against the grain on what we were talking about prior. So the flip of that is you might have a generational type talent in Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Um, that is more of the Ken Griffey mold than the uh, possible make or break of a Travis Snyder. <laughs> so it's um that's how it is and that's what it is with minor league players that are talent and talent and talent and then hopefully you get them a challenge i wrote, wrote a recent article about um uh, and his recent quote-unquote struggles which in my opinion are not struggles the guy's batting just under two or 300 it's not like he's batting a hot buck 80 or something like that in double a with new hampshire but i guess you know what everybody's expecting the guy to hit 400 you know, that's exactly what they're expecting, and he's not doing that, so he's struggling. Um, but it's important for minor league players to get challenged, and clearly Roddy Telez has figured that out. So, the rest of the offense, as I mentioned, Tim Lopes tripled in Dar Darnell Sweeney. That was one, and uh, Roman Fields, so that was his RBIs. Um, and it was good to see Loris Gurriel Jr. getting in on the action, too. And he drove in Danny Jansen. And then Jason Levlebejan put the you know cherry on top of the ice cream there and had his fifth home run of the season. So a great outing by the Buffalo Bisons offense. Dusty Isaacs would eventually pick up the win in this one after being promoted from the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. And Al Albuquerque would pick up the save. Chris Riley got the start, and after having a bunch of really good performances um the long ball came back to bite him in this one five runs scored only four of them earned two home runs six hits um four walks and a strikeout so a little bit of a different outing for him and i think this is the outlier he has definitely figured something out on the mound and he is looking a heck of a lot better he's looking more like that game where he debuted last season than he has anything else so far this season very encouraging stuff from Chris Raleigh, and I think he's in that call, call up ballpark as well. If you're looking for a guy to eat up innings, I think he's one of those guys that can battle for you. He's just ready for it. So, throughout the rest of the minor league system, things were off. Jordan will be on the hill, and he has been a giant right So, they'll be picking this up. Slugness continues winning ways, but two one in the top eight. I guess Sam Wilkes, but it's not the time to leave. So another Alpine PBS as the Lansing Lugness improved to twenty nine and fifteen with the West League, and it has been very exciting. To watch. I, in my travels and the technical difficulties with this podcast last week, I did make a visit to the Lansing Lugnuts and saw them. And it is the greatest show in the minor league system for the Toronto Blue Jays right now. And that's insane. Led by Ken Smith, who is a force and a start getting used to. 
is on a pace similar to Bojan. Yesterday again, and just out of front three. And so Kevin Smith supplying the offense. So now let's talk about Yesney Diaz. The response from the Blue Jays and the public system pretty much It was very exciting to see a great outing from Yesney. A strong statement of two thousand four, which is is a pretty now is definitely not going to stay that way. He was making some of the hits with the Eaton Dragon silly, and he ended up coming close to striking out the side. So, good, good, good stuff from the Lansing Lugnuts. So, everybody, let's circle back around and wrap this one up. The Toronto Blue Jays are going to be having some visitors in town again. So after the rough homestand over the weekend, they're going to hopefully you know, take the day off yesterday and hopefully take down the Halos as they uh, look to get back on track. And to do so, they have Jay Happ on the mound this evening. And hopefully they can just figure a way to get to Garrett Richards and start getting this train back on the rails. You know, it's just been really rough, like we were saying. I am still a very big firm believer that they have what they need to win this thing, but I just don't know if they have the right shuffling of players in the Major League roster right at this moment. So, Jay Happ has got a 4.15 ERA and 5 wins so far this season. Hopefully he can lead us to victory in this and get us back going in the right direction. I really think that the shakeup is long overdue. I am so sorry that I don't believe the fact that Kendris Morales is ever going to turn around and hit. And not to mention, I don't see why you would hold on to him anyway. I don't care that you owe him all this money. Pay the damn money, get out of it, and let some of your minor league talent be the revolving door at the DH spot. It, Russell Martin has went on record saying on multiple occasions he will play anywhere that he needs to to help this team. I think having him, Luke Maley, and Danny Jansen is a nice little revolving door at catcher that they could possibly run around with, and there's plenty of offense built into that tandem. And, uh, Luke Maley's defense would be something great for Danny Jensen, and um, same thing with Russell Martin for Danny Jansen to rub off on. So, let these guys go at it. I just don't, if you're not going to, Kendris Morales is not part of the future plan anyways. If you're already to the point where you're wondering if you're going to compete this season, you know that he's not going to fit into next year's plans, regardless if he's under contract. Cut and run, everybody. I think you all might agree with me. <laughs> I don't care if he has glasses on or glasses off right now. His swing is too long, and it takes him too long to get to the ball. So... Let's hope that they figure some of these things out and at least get some of these kids in. Uh, the one spot that they're definitely not going to get any support from the kids in this one is the uh, bullpen. The bullpen after losing uh, Carlos Ramirez to the waivers um, at, after designating him for assignment, he was claimed up by the Oakland A's, and that one's a hurt one. So thought he was going to be one of the better young arms in the Toronto Blue Jays minor league system that could make it into the majors quickly. Now you're relying on Danny Barnes and company to continue to do well. So, enough of my ranting. Get on with your mornings. Let's hope the Blue Jays get back on track this evening with Jay Happ on the mound and they find some offense. Peace out, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.